0: Everybody, quick uh disclaimer about this episode. We talk a lot about nutritional values, um but we want to make it really clear that we're not assigning emotional values. We're talking about nutritional facts of eggs and we want to keep them as just facts. Um so we don't want to attach any judgment. Um we want to keep this a happy podcast about happy food. Um I personally don't believe in assigning values like good food or bad food. Um, or a good weight or a bad weight when it comes to people. But if you don't like to hear diet talk or talk about uh, nutritional values or anything like that, um, feel free to skip this one. Uh, I also want to make a disclaimer because we do talk about foodborne illness and um, how people react to that and how people uh, avoid that. Um, but also, just don't listen to us. We're two weirdos talking about eggs. So do your own research. Um, it's out there. And yeah, stay safe. This podcast is eccentric. With Tyler and Lauren, a podcast all about eggs. never brought to you by Big Egg. This week we're talking about raw eggs and egg nutrition. Welcome to Teacast, where it's just Tyler drinking tea and mming at it. <sighs> and that's how you're going to start the episode, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So, I have been talking with you for a while about egg recipes, obviously, cuz that's our show and that's my part Re-
0: of Egg recipes. <laughs>
1: recipes because that's sort of my contribution to the show and i've been thinking for a while on how interesting it would be to talk about egg recipes in which the egg is not cooked because there's such a Mm. there's there's this thing around raw eggs right like people are on the one hand like sort of skittish around them because there's a whole like fear of salmonella Mm -hmm. um and but on the other hand you also have that like stereotype of these big macho dudes eating glasses of like nine raw eggs, right? Oh, yeah, like gulping them strong. down. Yeah. Ugh. So, I wanted to talk about two things, and I think this—the first one—you might cover later on in the show, but mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the Salmonella thing.
0: Yes, I do cover that later. And
1: it's not just like in like a like a TLDR, not as big of an issue as people might think.
0: It's really not.
1: Um, especially if you live in a you know first world country where like everything is regulated, <laughs> you know where your chickens are coming from. Right. Um. If if you trust the source of the chicken, you're probably fine eating the egg raw. Right. Mm-hmm. Like.
0: Yeah, I, I think.
1: And we can talk. We don't have to talk about it in detail right now.
0: Well, but... I think what I have found that that um, while well, although salmon salmonella is the leading cause of foodborne illness at least in the US it's really low for eggs actually so yeah. i think i saw that it was 140,000 people um get salmonella on average
1: every every, every year, year from eggs oh okay okay
0: so that's actually a really low number if you think about how many people live in the US
1: yeah and how many people are out there like eating eggs right right so so that's one thing that that we can kind of talk about in more detail and i, I just want to like go into this conversation acknowledging like yes that is a fear that people have acknowledging thank you uh and and sort of sort of like i don't know i want to i want to quash that uh that particular fear right? right um you're just as likely to get any sort of food poisoning from an egg as pretty much any other kind of food like any kind right. of produce there was that big, like, E. coli risk with the lettuce. Do you remember this yes. in Portland? Yeah, that, like a, that's a actually more
0: of a risk, I think, than salmonella from eggs.
1: So, anyway, uh, the second thing that I wanted to address is that sort of a, a stereotype, right, of, like, the the big burly man <laughs> eat, drinking raw eggs Ugh. as he trains. Like, you know, you get the, the scenes from Rocky, or you get uh, Gaston and, and uh, Beauty and the Beast talks about how he starts every morning eating five dozen eggs, um and uh that's kind of bs it yeah it uh i mean it is a thing that people do and the reason that they do it is that uh eggs are a good source of protein right Right. um but eating it raw doesn't give you more Protein than eating it not raw. It's just like, oh, look at how tough I am drinking this egg because it's kind of like a weird thing, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. I'll talk about this later on in the episode, but um, cooking eggs, just the egg itself, doesn't change the nutritional value. Really, it
1: actually depends on what
0: you add to it,
1: right? Well, and and actually, and I was doing some research on this. It kind of does in a weird way. Hmm. Um, if you look at just the amount of protein, uh, when you eat an egg, you're absorbing protein from the egg, right? Right. Uh, and uh, this is from healthline.com. Uh, there was a study done on how much protein is absorbed from cooked or raw eggs.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah,
1: and so the study found that 90% of protein in cooked eggs was absorbed, but only 50 50% in raw eggs.
0: Interesting.
1: In other words, protein in cooked eggs was 80% more digestible. Wow. So it's better absorbed from cooked eggs. Uh, now, granted, there are some other like nutrients that are slightly reduced by cooking. They found like vitamin A, B5, okay. phosphorus, potassium. But if you're looking at like just protein alone, mm-hmm. you're actually getting more or you're at least, you know, more quickly absorbing that, that energy. From a cooked egg.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: And I don't really know. So it's know. not
0: inherently changing the quantity in the egg.
1: No, but how your body but reacts how you react to it. To it. Yeah. yeah. So that I thought was really interesting. And I I didn't like delve too deeply into that study to see exactly why this is. Like, is it the the white of the egg surface tension doing something or I don't know. Mm. Um but I thought that was really interesting. So I wanted to look up some recipes that went with Recipes. Thank you. Some uh raw egg uh recipes. And one of the first ones that came up actually was from a chef that I brought up on the show before, uh, J. Kenji Lopez Alt, who did the um, the boiled egg study.
0: Mm-hmm. This is uh, egg pro here. Yeah, an expert. Expert, thank you. Uh,
1: and uh, so he talks about a Japanese recipe called uh, I'm gonna. Uh, this goes without saying that I'm gonna mispronounce this, I'm sure, but tamago gohan, uh, which literally means egg rice, and it's just like japanese comfort food it is uh eggs uh mixed raw into cooked rice and the ingredients are super simple it's it's a cup of cooked hot white rice Mm -hmm. um so about like 12 ounces cooked uh one egg Mm -hmm. and the the yolk is actually optional in some cases if you just want the white to sort of get in there with the rice and act as like a binding agent for the rice you Mm -hmm. can leave the yolk out uh, if you don't, maybe want want a filling of a, a little meal. Mm-hmm. Um, soy sauce, kosher salt, MSG powder. Um, and then you can mix in uh, any sort of other seasoning you want. Like you can mix in a little bit of mirin. You can mix in some furikake. You can mix in some, uh, you know, some nori is listed here, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, some some seaweed. This um, sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. And really all it does is it takes the, the rice and the seasoning and it binds it all together. So you yeah. get kind of like a thick... Um, almost like a porridge consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like a real thick like rice porridge is what I'm picturing. Sounds
0: really good. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like egg congee, right? Yeah. Whereas I don't think congee traditionally has egg in it, but it's a protein it's a chicken stock and sometimes uh like gelatin rice porridge right. meal. Right. Which also is very good.
1: Yeah. And it's super easy to make because like rice, honestly, I mean, I make rice a lot at mm-hmm. home and I don't we don't have like a rice steamer or anything super fancy. I just make it in a pot. Um, I actually I stopped using a measuring cup. Uh, we, I just use like a normal drinking glass. Yeah. And uh, and Pe- Pepper is digging in his He's bed behind digging. me. I don't know if that's coming through on the mic, but um, uh, one of the things that I do is I'll take a normal drinking glass, fill that full of rice. And, uh, you know, put that in the pot mm-hmm. and then do one and a half of that same glass in water. Hmm. And you just put that, bring it up to a boil. And then uh, as soon as it's boiling, cover it, leave it to simmer for like nine minutes. And nice. that'll get you a good rice pretty much all the time. It's, I think that glass that I typically use is like 12 ounces. Mm-hmm. Um So if you're thinking, you know, one part rice to one and a half parts water, Mm -hmm. a little bit of salt maybe if you want, but not necessary. Uh, If you're watching like sodium intake, Mm -hmm. um, that's really all it takes. You could have rice in... You know 12 to 15 minutes we've done it in the microwave yeah you just do that same uh uh, ratio in a microwave safe container Mm -hmm. microwave it until the water evaporates and then you're good
0: and it's good like i don't know that i'd be able to tell the difference necessarily
1: minute rice exists for a reason yeah
0: if you didn't tell me which one was microwaved and which was stovetop i don't know that i'd yeah no
1: so you know maybe that's if you're the kind of person who exists off of like uh uh, you know w- top ramen and and minute rice like this is one of those ways that you can kind of add some more protein some more flavor yeah. is you just make that minute rice mix in a raw egg and some seasoning um if you're in a country where you can get msg by all means get <laughs> msg it's another one of those things that like people especially in the west have a hang up about uh, yeah but it's, they do
0: they really do but it's it's just a. F- a sp- Flavoring.
1: Yeah. 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 It is it is uh I, I've heard it called the umami version of salt. Based, yeah sugar yeah yeah of um uh, well. of Sugar. Yeah, yeah, right. um, so anyway, so that was the first one i i i kind of want of I a two of want to i know that was like because quick recipe yeah was um, the other quick recipe. Yeah. was looking through like all right what do we actually make with raw eggs because for whatever reason it like nothing came to mind at first mayonnaise yeah mayonnaise we make with raw eggs yeah. we have mayonnaise all the time and mm-hmm. I never think about it as being an egg thing right? right um so I I wanted to look up like what is a good and easy way to make uh a mayonnaise at home because mm. that's something that not a lot of people think of is like
0: right people are often surprised when you talk about um mayonnaise I know because uh, n- both of us Tyler and I both don't eat dairy and a lot of times people will um They'll ask if we can still have mayonnaise because they think that it's milk or maybe butter based, and then I say, "Oh no, that's fine. That's egg based." And everybody goes, "Huh?" Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's something that I think people think because it is white and creamy, it must have some sort of
0: right dairy milk in it.
1: product. Yeah. So I I was trying to find like what's a good mayonnaise recipe, and I I found one that I'm I'm a little sad I haven't had a chance to try out, but I really wanted to figure out like. If we're going to go for a raw recipe, who should we turn to? And luckily enough, the one person that I think of when I think of going raw, I think of the naked chef himself, uh, Jamie Oliver. Uh, so, so Jamie Oliver has a, a mayonnaise recipe that's very good here. Uh, the ingredients are, again, real simple. Two eggs, uh, one teaspoon of Dijon mustard, 500 milliliters of uh, like mixed oils um one to two tablespoons of white wine vinegar half a lemon sea salt that's Mm. it and basically the whole recipe and and we'll put a link to it in the show notes but the whole recipe is just put the eggs in in a in a in a bowl um or pardon me put the yolks in the bowl first um and separating the egg uh is something that people think is harder than it is i'll talk about that in a second um but you put the the yolks in the bowl you add the mustard You whisk together and then you just slowly pour everything else in as you're whisking and you Mm -hmm. just keep whisking it. So you're incorporating air Mm -hmm. and that's how you get that sort of creamy texture. uh, And
0: that's what makes it white as well, right? Exactly. Yeah, is the air bubbles.
1: Yeah, the air bubbles. And, and, you know, as you mix in the other ingredients with the yellow of the egg yolk, that yellow starts to really mellow out. Mm. And actually this one is a little yellow because it's got mustard as well. Right, right. Um, But you're right. That is typically how you get that color. Um, the thing about you know when you when you see a recipe that's like mix in just the yolk of the egg or just the white of the egg, yeah. The thing that bothers me so much about cooking shows. Oh,
0: wow, that was a heavy sigh. Well, no, 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 because because this is another
1: one of those things, right? Where like, all right, you're already dealing with raw eggs. So that's one thing that so many people are scared of. Mm-hmm. And you're you know maybe you're adding MSG to this recipe, and that's one thing that people are scared of. Making your own mayonnaise is something that like. Me, a year ago, I never would have thought about making my own mayonnaise, right? Right. One of the things that scares people, for whatever reason, is separating the egg whites from the yolk. And I don't know why, but everybody has their, like, one weird trick that doctors hate. Um, You know, (laughs) like, like I I grew up watching Martha Stewart, right? Mm -hmm. And she was always, like... Showing how you could crack the egg open, and if you do it just right, you can like hold the egg at a certain degree and and, you know, drain the whites out or pass it back and forth between mm-hmm. the two halves of the egg shell. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna come like I want to blow this wide open, right? <laughs> Separating egg tricks are a lie.
0: By Big Egg? By is Big Egg behind this?
1: I haven't investigated it that much. <sighs> Martha Stewart is at least behind it. Martha Stewart probably mm-hmm. is in the pocket of Big Egg.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, <laughs> that's part of why she went to jail. Um, you
0: heard it here first,
1: folks. Uh, the thing Yolks. about <laughs> the thing about separating an egg is you have all the tools like, they are a part of you.
0: At the end of your wrist. Yes,
1: the only tools that you need to separate an egg are your hands. Yeah.
0: Crack touch, the... Touch the egg, folks.
1: Crack the egg into your... I'm gonna keep it... I'm, this is a family show. This is a family I'm show. i getting angry. I apologize. <laughs> crack the egg into your hand.
0: Touch the raw egg.
1: Touch the egg. You're gonna touch it's it anyway. It's fine. At some it's point. Fine. Here's Here's the thing. As you're cooking, like... I know I'm one of those people that really hates having a messy kitchen and like really hates messy cooking, but it's going to happen at some point. You have to get a little bit messy, especially when you're working with eggs. So don't be afraid to crack the egg into your hand and let the white flow through the cracks mm-hmm. of your fingers and the yolk is going to stay there because the yolk has a higher surface tension than the white.
0: I mean, wash your hands first. Yeah, before and after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, You know, definitely use soap after. Yeah. If not before, if not both yeah um but by cracking it into your hand you're essentially going to be holding on to the yolk while the white runs through Mm -hmm. so if you hold your hand over a bowl
0: it's in its own little like sack as Mm -hmm. well it separates really easily yeah
1: so hold your hand over a bowl uh crack the egg a little bit beforehand maybe Mm -hmm. and then just crack it into that hand Mm -hmm. and then there you go that's you did it. Yep. You separated it. <laughs>
0: you do have to be pretty gentle with the yolk because you can pop that outer membrane pretty sure, easily. Sure, But yeah. as long as you handle it really gently, it's surprisingly easy. And it's so...
1: Once you do it once... It
0: feels cool. If, well, it feels it's cool. It's nice to touch. Right.
1: But once you do it once, it will... You'll become cynical like me mm-hmm. as you watch cooking shows, especially mm-hmm. baking shows. Baking shows are yeah. really bad about this. Baking shows where the baker is like, oh, I got to separate out the egg. I I need just the yolks or I need yeah. just the whites. Ah, oh, How do I do this? Um, I forget. Do I crack the... Yeah. Just crack it in your hands, folks. And
0: the problem that I've always had with the cracking the egg, the shell in half, and mm-hmm. then trying to pass the yolk back and forth between the two cracked shell pieces the problem that i've had there are, is twofold one yeah. it catches on the sharp side and you pop the yolk, yeah. pop the yolk yep. which is expressly what you're not trying to do if yep. you're trying to separate the two or you get bits of shell in either the white or the yolk or both yes. and that are really hard to get out so if you just crack the shell into your hand and then just get the shell away yeah it's so much easier
1: Uh, A trick there. This is my last kind of thing for this segment, I think. If you're cracking and you're separating. Thank you. Uh, If if you're separating your eggs and you get some of the shell in the white, don't grab for anything else. Don't, you know, go get a spoon or a fork or Mm -hmm. something to try and get that bit of shell out. Yeah. Use the bit of shell that's left in your hand. Mm. Because... And I've I've heard some, you know, mumbo-jumbo about, like, oh, the shell wants to stay with the shell. But basically what it is is you've got something that's already sticky in your hand. And go ahead and just use that to scoop it up. And it's going to be a lot easier than trying to use something else and, like, adding some new ingredient to this mixture, right? Yeah. So don't worry if you crack a bit of the shell into the white. Just use the shell that you've got to pick it right back up.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: So that's Easy peasy. Yeah, those are my two. I mean, we got... Raw egg recipes almost feel like cheating to me. <laughs> yeah, a little um, bit.
0: But it—it's the egg is contained; it's self-contained. It, it is. is already a perfect uh, container.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to at least get us talking about it because, like, yeah, there are some fears about it, which we'll talk about. Yeah, guess, I'll in, talk about in, it a little in bit segment, but um, it's not something that we should be. People shouldn't be afraid of ingredients, right? Yeah, like. Get to know the ingredient in its raw state, I guess. <laughs> um, and, and you know, this is one of the few things where you can uh, do that, right? Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna try eating raw chicken, right? Like, Ooh, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Um, but, but like raw egg uh, or or fish is another example of like, mm-hmm. all right, here's a thing where we know we can try it with very low risk. That's a great way to get to know the ingredient before you start using it in cooked recipes.
0: Right. And people have been doing it for centuries. Exactly. Raw eggs and raw fish specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: So it's worth trying.
0: Yeah. Tyler, before we move on, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, I think you have already answered it, but I just want to get it out there on the record. Yeah. Are you a fan of eating raw eggs, consuming raw eggs?
1: (sighs) Like on their own?
0: Well, or in other things as part of a recipe. As, as part of a recipe, I am, actually. Would you eat the raw egg I, rice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, every, yeah.
1: every recipe that I've I've said today, uh, like, the 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 Tamago Gohan, uh, like, definitely something that I would eat um, and have eaten in the oh, past. Okay. Um, it, it's one of those things where, like, I mean, if you're in college, especially, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's where I get to know a lot of recipes <laughs> like this. Like, I didn't make it exactly like uh, Jake Kenji Lopez-Alt's, sure. you know, <laughs> fancy recipe, but uh, if... You can afford a 12-pack of eggs and rice. Like, yeah, yeah you're going to make this at some point. Yeah. Um, and you're going to get over that that fear of raw <laughs> egg pretty
0: quick. Uh, and I know that we will do, we're doing, we're planning an entire special episode on this. Yeah. Uh, but raw eggs and cocktails. I
1: actually, yeah. Uh, raw eggs and cocktails, I re- I really like, actually. I am a huge fan. Yeah, it's here, really nice. And it's it's part of the reason why, like, you know, you were saying earlier, you get that that sort of white, uh, almost fluffy, yes. creamy texture of mayonnaise mm-hmm. is uh, egg whites as you whip them can add a lot of volume by incorporating the air very right. well. Uh, so if you get an egg cocktail, um, and I'm trying to remember the names of some of the standard ones. I feel like we've had ones where like the bar yeah. has its own name. Right. For the
0: we'll do a whole episode on it. So, But it
1: adds this like creamy yes. texture to the drink that you don't get otherwise sort of and you frothy can, and... and you get it without dairy
0: yep which, yeah, is, super, which is something super that cool. we miss
1: because dairy and cocktails that's i don't like it even when i was consuming dairy like that's not a thing that i would ever want, right 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 um so yeah no it's it's a, it's a really nice addition um it, it's it's a thing that like should be explored in more
0: places i i agree I always get excited when I see a raw egg cocktail on the menu. Yeah, excited. Egg sided. Um. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, that's my segment. Yeah, segment. Seg. Segment. Uh, let's take a little break and we'll get back to our egg fact. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so today's egg fact actually has more to do with the beginning part, your segment, Tyler, yep. than the other the two episodes we've done previously. Um, what did you call that? It was really good.
1: Integration. Vertical integration.
0: Vertical integration. Egg
1: Non-segmented.
0: Yes, I like it. Okay. So, this is a, an integrated episode. Integrated. Integrated epi- egg yeah, there episode. There it is. Yep. Um, That's not so. annoying at all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, listeners. Um, so, Aww, I you have... think they're still listening. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So, I have some information here first about the nutritional value of eggs. Mm, okay. Um, so, depending on size. An egg can contain from between 55 and 80 calories, which most of which comes from the yolk.
1: Okay. Um, do you know how much?
0: No, not okay. calories. Other things I do know.
1: Okay. Well, you know lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Specifically all right, okay, about so, eggs. Okay.
0: Um, and I have here that cooking does not significantly alter the calories right. of the egg unless you have added other things. So it depends on if you cook the egg, for example, in butter or in bacon fat or in uh vegetable oil like these things will vary and if you put milk in your scrambled eggs that will change the caloric value of it but if you just hard boil an egg it won't really change it
1: sure
0: um an average medium-sized egg contains approximately 6.4 grams of protein which is about 12.6 percent of the overall edible portion of the egg and it is one of the considered one of the highest quality forms of protein. Oh, OK. Um, the yolk has a higher concentration of protein, but yeah. the white provides more protein overall because there's more white in the egg.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. OK, so it's even though like one uh, uh, what molecule of the white has yeah. less protein yeah. just because there's more of it.
0: Right. The overall, egg. the okay. total the total volume of yeah the yeah, egg. yeah all right, um, and around nine percent of the egg is fat, which is almost entirely contained in the yolk, um, and I just want to say that fat is a really important part of everyone's diet, and an egg is a really good source of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, and uh, Eggs, also
1: they're a hundred percent fat. pH. <laughs> they're.
0: Eight, oh, eight. I see. I see. Um. So, the white contains almost none of the fat in an egg. Interesting. Okay. Uh, And it also contains quite a few vitamins and minerals. So, I have a little table here.
1: Vitamin. Wait, wait, wait. I remember this. Vitamin A.
0: Which is skin and immune system and vision.
1: Vitamin B13?
0: No B12. B12,
1: ah, which off.
0: contributes to the formation of red blood cells, okay, and metabolism and immune and nervous systems. Right. Vitamin uh, D? Oh, oh sorry, oh. you were still no, guessing. No, no,
1: no. I was uh, the last one I remembered was that it has phosphorus. It
0: does have phosphorus,
1: which is what makes the stinky smell.
0: No, that's, that's sulfur.
1: That's sulfur. It has that too. Uh
0: contains contributes to the maintenance of normal bones and teeth. Phosphorus does. And contribute to the normal function of cell membranes and metabolism. No, no, no.
1: But wait a minute. Wait, okay, sorry. I buried the lead there inadvertently. Uh, eggs have vitamin D.
0: Eggs do have vitamin D.
1: What is that about? What Cause mean- vi- No, because vitamin D is like the sunshine vitamin.
0: Right. Like, well, if I so- eat enough
1: eggs... I almost asked if I eat enough eggs while I get a tan, but that's not how vitamin D <laughs> works. <laughs> no.
0: No. So, like... Might be if, how Big Egg wants you to think it I mean, It
1: could be. It could be. So for you know those of us living in uh, rainy, dreary England, yes. right? Uh, if I get sad for lack of right. sunshine, mm-hmm. is an egg a good thing to eat? Is there enough vitamin D in it? Or well, is it just like a...
0: It is a good thing to eat. Okay. But humans, humans are very bad at absorbing vitamin D via food intake. Or right. via oral intake. So you can take like vitamin D supplements and that kind of thing. Okay. But it is not nearly as effective. I think somewhere... I, I haven't fact checked this, so don't take my word for it. But I think it was something like 90% of vitamin D has to be absorbed through your skin. Oh. It, like, you can only supplement it. Wow. Good yeah. job, skin. Um, so we're much, much more productive of vitamin D through the skin okay. than... Through diet. But it does contain it.
1: So so if you're feeling sad because of lack of sunshine, like, yes, eat an egg. But no, that will not give you the daily dose of sunshine.
0: Right. Okay. But the egg it will make, make you, you happy. happy. Yeah, that's true. Because it's an egg. Right. Uh, yeah, we mentioned, so vitamin D, which contributes to normal bones and teeth, the absorption of calcium and phosphorus um, immune system. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, vitamin B2, which is blood cell development, metabolism, vision, and nervous system function. Folate, uh, which contributes to tissue growth, um, especially during pregnancy. It can also contribute to blood formation and functioning of the immune system. Biotin, which is uh, metabolism and maintenance of hair, skin, nails, nervous system function. Pantothenic acid contributes to metabolism, mental performance, and to making vitamin D and some hormones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Choline, metabolism and liver function. You mentioned phosphorus. Iodine, thyroid hormones, and energy metabolism, and maintenance of skin and nervous system, and selenium contributes to protection of cells. Hmm. Um, I'm
1: into that. I'm in favor of that.
0: And normal immune system. And hair and nails, so eggs have a lot of benefits. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot there. of vitamins, a yeah. lot of minerals, that kind of thing. Um, that information came from www.egginfo.co.uk, which I am disappointed is not <laughs> our website. That's very good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it also sounds like maybe that is sponsored by Big Egg, but it's not. I checked it out. It's okay. It's safe.
1: It's an independent expert.
0: Yes. Okay. Pretty um, cool. So there's a lot of stuff in
1: there. It sounds like, I mean, eggs are, you know, sort of, they, they represent uh, new life and and rebirth and, and in a lot of ways, you know, in mm-hmm. p- symbology.
0: Sure. Um,
1: but they have a lot of stuff in them that kind of helps you, like, yeah. regenerate some necessary... Right.
0: They've got, I mean, they are a really good, complete, almost complete food, right? Because yeah. they're... They've got protein, they've got fat, they've got vitamins, they've got minerals. Are eggs a
1: superfood? I'm not really clear on what that's a superfood is. That's not a technical
0: term. It's a term okay. used by the food industry, but it has no uh, consensus or standard definition. So it doesn't really mean anything. Gotcha. Sorry to burst your bubble. No, it's okay. I think it's a superfood. <laughs> it's super. Yeah.
1: No, um, I, I, yeah, I got it.
0: So now... <laughs> so okay yeah so, uh, so about the egginfo.co.uk, yeah um it is brought to you by uh the official voice of the british egg industry which is is the tagline a of egg thing Info. that exists yeah uh, there's a lot of things uh if you listen to another uh podcast the beef and dairy network this has yeah. really big beef and dairy network vibes to me it does it does which i
1: which i love it's great but it's also factual <laughs>
0: It is, and it's informative, and
1: it's fun. And it's fun.
0: Uh, One of the fun things that happens here in England is that the eggs get stamped. Most of the eggs that you can buy in shops are stamped with a red lion, Mm -hmm. like a red British, the English sort of uh, medieval-looking lion, which is really fun.
1: Because lions lay eggs.
0: Clearly, yes. Um, Tyler, do you know why they're stamped with a lion?
1: I just said. Because lions, it it was laid by lions. Actually, here chickens uh, are. See, in England. What you Americans might call lions, we call chickens. Right.
0: Right. right. It's like soccer and football. Right. right.
1: Right. 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 Exactly. We're both talking about, you know, the big four-legged maned. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, I know that the lion is sort of like a national symbol. Yeah. Um, you know, it's on the, the crest of the royal family. You've got the mm, lion and the unicorn. It's on a lot of crests. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know why it's on it. Is Is it
0: the national animal of England? I think uh, it... That's
1: No, that's the unicorn. No, no, that's Scotland. Scotland. Sorry.
0: And the dragon is Wales. Is it not the pig? Because bull we're here? grounded in reality. I think it's a lion. We'll okay. look that up later. All right. We'll let you know. Um,
1: I'll, I'll start Googling. I should know this. It's stamped
0: with an image of the British Lion because over ninety percent of UK eggs are now produced under the British Lion scheme. That's what it's called, the British Lion Scheme for Eggs. Uh according to this Egg Info website. Um so It was launched in 1998, and the scheme was for the purpose of reducing the presence of salmonella in UK eggs.
1: It is the lion. I just Googled it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Uh, But in relation to eggs, it basically means that they are protected under this British lion scheme, which was designed to reduce salmonella in eggs, um, which was mainly done because it's now mandated if you want to stamp your eggs with this british red lion right um if you want to stamp your eggs with the british red lion you have to vaccinate your hens against salmonella right so there are two ways that salmonella can contaminate an egg the first way is that it passes from the hen to the egg as it's it's forming inside Mm -hmm. the chicken and the second way is that it is contaminated on the outside of the egg by feces of the sure, chicken. Sure. And this, you know, the eggshell is not completely impermeable. So the bacteria can migrate from the outside of the egg to the interior of the egg and contaminate it that right, way. Right, by
1: like osmosis or uh,
0: equivalent. It just, it just migrates through, it just travels through the membrane gotcha. okay. of the egg. Okay. Um, and the reason that you want to stamp your eggs with this British Red Lion is that they are guaranteed safe to eat raw even by vulnerable groups so even by people with uh, impacted immune systems and um, pregnant people uh, who might not be encouraged to eat raw eggs otherwise right Um, basically it sets them apart as the highest standard of food safety yeah and all uh, it also makes it so that all lines of production are traceable you want um, that? You
1: want that paper trail on that egg?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're going to eat it raw, I yeah, think you do. No,
1: exactly, exactly. Um, and that's a, so that's a thing that you'll find everywhere here is is the stamped red lion egg, um, and you'll see that in other countries too. You know, in, in the states you'll see that, uh, but I believe that's under the um, not uh, USDA.
0: It is USDA, is and it that's USDA? the next thing I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. So one of the big differences between American eggs and British eggs. Are, well, and European eggs, really. Um, you don't need to refrigerate eggs here in England. Right. Uh, and in most of Europe, I believe. We mentioned this on a previous episode, but I'm going to clear it up. I did some research. Okay. So it's related to salmonella. Right. Business Insider did a, a really good report that we'll put in the show notes. Okay. Um, so basically, the USDA requires eggs sold in supermarkets, which are called graded eggs, and you've probably seen that. Grade A, Grade Double A, etc. Yeah, like batteries. Yeah, they're yes, exactly. <laughs> they're called graded eggs. These eggs, the USDA requires them to be washed and sprayed with chemical sanitizers to reduce salmonella. Right. Uh, in the UK, you're, they're actually not allowed to be washed because they have found that washing destroys a protective boundary on the outside of the shell of the egg called the cuticle and it makes it easier for that second way of salmonella like i said to permeate the egg okay so what they've done in the uk instead is tried to make the eggs cleaner upon collection Mm -hmm. so they vaccinate all their hens against salmonella so salmonella one doesn't spread two if it did spread the hens who have been vaccinated are much less likely to catch it right and three if the hens are not infected with salmonella they can't pass it to the eggs as the egg is produced and it's not in their feces to get on the outside of the egg.
1: Right. Okay.
0: But, um, the U S does not have these same requirements. They do not require hens to be, um, vaccinated against right, salmonella. They,
1: they're spraying the eggs with this chemical. Right. Okay.
0: Right. So, um, because it's also partly due to, sorry, a uh, trigger warning for factory food production talk. Um, it's also partly because the US factory farms chicken eggs on a much larger scale on a much smaller amount of land. So the chickens right. kept in close quarters, not allowed to spread out. Uh, salmonella is much more likely to spread between hens.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: Outbreaks are, are much more problematic in US uh, factory egg farms than they right. are in the UK where they tend to be Uh, smaller farms with fewer chickens on larger land right gotcha
1: okay makes Um, sense
0: yeah so basically refrigeration in the u.s prolongs the deterioration process so it stops the egg from deteriorating from rotting Mm -hmm. but it also prevents the bacteria from growing because it's too cold right um and the uh, that outer protective membrane has been washed off so it's, mo- it's easier for bacteria to get inside the egg and cause problems. Gotcha,
1: okay. Whereas so, in the UK,
0: they actually recommend that you keep eggs at room temperature.
1: Right, right. So that's interesting. So refrigeration in this case, whereas you know for other foods it would be to keep sort of the, the whole thing cold. Uh, in this case, it's actually really just for the outside.
0: Well, sort of. It, it's also stopping the egg itself from rotting inside the shell
1: hmm okay how long and this may not have come up in your research how long does it take for an egg to do that like i mean like that's why they put the best buy dates on right yeah
0: like, i don't know exactly um but i do know a really easy way to tell if an egg is good or bad should i we could make a whole episode out of that or we could mention it
1: let's mention it real quick but i think we'll come back to that
0: yeah so if you take a bowl that is taller than the height of your egg mm-hmm. fill it with cold water and then place the egg at the bottom of the bowl. If the egg sinks, it's still good to use. Yep. If it balances on the narrow part of the egg, it's almost bad. And if it floats, don't eat it.
1: Yep, there it is. So the one, the one test.
0: Yep, huh? One true test. So that's and that's due to the buildup of gases as the egg is deteriorating right. inside the that's shell. That sulfur. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. It's a gas. <laughs> Uh, can be. So Anything if can be you, a
0: gas. Chemistry.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so if you are in a country and, and you know, really depending on where you're, look, where you're living and where you're getting your eggs from, you should look into this. If the hens are being vaccinated and the eggs are not being sprayed, then go ahead and just leave them room temperature. Yep. Um, you know, if you are in a place where maybe folks around you are raising chickens, you're getting chickens from somebody's backyard.
0: Yeah, don't wash the egg
1: don't well don't wash the egg and talk to the folks like how do they vaccinate their chickens mm-hmm. do they what are they doing and and if you are getting your eggs from a place that's chemically treating them mm-hmm. uh refrigerate them and yep. that way they'll they'll last longer and be healthier for you
0: yeah basically just look into local recommendations yeah very cool yeah well thank
1: you that's really neat I and that was for, interesting. for egg like nutrition mm-hmm. you know i i i, I want to mention this briefly and We'll put something at the top of the show to kind of touch on this like eggs have been a Like fad diet ingredient in the past right and maybe even currently. I don't know. Is there any like real Credence to that of eggs being like all right eat only eggs for You know breakfast lunch and dinner and you'll get (laughs) you'll get skinny and and whatever
0: well so the, If you want
1: rock hard abs <laughs> eat these 3 eggs.
0: Uh some sources that I found say that it's safe to eat up to 3 eggs a day. Interesting. Um, yeah, and not to go over that. And, just and because you, it's not wide and it's not broad enough, it's that's really narrow eating and there's a lot of protein that you're getting from eggs oh, so if and like, not from other sources. Yeah, you're
1: saying so if eggs are the only things you're eating. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. right.
0: Um I think their popularity with fad dieting has been because they are really high in protein, and people tend to talk about um, the fats that they have as good fats. But like I said at the top of the show, I'm really not interested in saying foods are good or bad. I mean, flavors, yes, uh, good to eat or not good. Yeah, to eat. yeah. You like eating them or you don't. But um, I think I think it's just that they are so high in protein and relatively. Low in fat to the to the proportion of their good fat, but sure, sure, sure. Quote unquote good fat, yeah. but I I think mostly it's really just the protein. They're really high in protein. Gotcha. Um, they don't have much in the way of fiber. Yeah. Um,
1: and a lot of it, I'm sure, comes from that like stereotype that I talked about of oh the the yeah, manly man throws. with the muscles, you know, drinking the yeah. raw eggs, like. I'm sure there's still a lot of cultural value in that if you're trying to sell your fad diet, right?
0: Right, right. Um, and a lot of those fad diets rely on really high protein. Yeah. Really low everything else.
1: So all of that to say, like, I mean, don't get your nutritional advice from us. Like, we're just <laughs> right. two, two ding-dongs talking about eggs. Um, but if you like eggs— we just
0: like to eat eggs.
1: Yeah, if you like eggs, eat them. If you don't, you're wrong. Uh, no, 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 <gasps> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. If you don't like eggs, don't eat them. That's fine. But keep fine. listening to
0: this podcast.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I, I fully understand that Like there are, are, there's a very small percentage, probably, of people listening to the show who are going to go home and make their own mayonnaise today, right? Like, <laughs> And that's fine. Just but you should.
0: Eat Sounds what, great.
1: Eat what you like. And I like eggs.
0: Yeah, eat what you like. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, is that going to do us for this week? Is that it?
0: Yeah, that's all I have.
1: Great. Okay. Well, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can go visit our website, sandwich.computer slash egg. (laughs) Um, You can email us there. You can leave comments. You can do all the things. Um, You can go find our show on Apple Podcasts or your podcast seller of choice if you get that that local uh, sort of homegrown podcast. Make sure they don't Um, wash
0: their podcasts.
1: Right. If they do, keep them in the refrigerator uh, for up to two weeks. Always refrigerate
0: your podcasts.
1: (laughs) And uh, we'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye.